welcome to Universal After Dark, a Universal podcast that's not the same as all the others. Hello and welcome to Diz After Dark, the Universal Edition. I'm Chris. I'm Paul W. And I'm Amanda, aka Buster Might. Hey, how you all doing? All awesome. Good. And excited. All good in the hood? Yeah. All good, excited to talk today. All ready to speak about West Side? Oh yeah. Uh, so this week we're going to be talking about uh, Universal Studios, but we're going to be talking about Universal Studios Hollywood. Hooray for Hollywood. Hooray for Hollywood. Now, Paul and I have been to Universal Studios Hollywood, and I believe, Paul, you were a pass holder. Yeah, I have been uh, three times now over the years. Wow. Wow. Just worked out that that the trips were better to, to have an annual pass for, so... Well, that's. I always say, if you're going more than once in a year, it usually works out yeah. cost-effective, doesn't it? Certainly um, does. Mind you, saying that now, I think pass holders uh, it's um, a bit of a premium, isn't it now? Yeah, it seems like they've uh, they've changed it up because of Potter. There seems to be a lot of blackout dates and missing mm. extras and and things like that. I think they're they're having some issues out there. Darn you, Potter. <laughs> Um, but Amanda, you've not been, is that right? No, I have never been to Universal Hollywood before. Is it on your list, your radar? or? Definitely, yeah. It's just trying to convince my boyfriend oh, that no. it'll be a good time. <laughs> this is the home of um, Fast and the Furious, and he loves his cars. So Exactly, that's what I'm trying to say. I mean, but... how many car chases have been filmed in Hollywood? Exactly. You'd think that you'd want to go, but it's hard. It's hard right now. But I'll get there. Okay, cool. Cool. Okay, so I don't know where we wanted to start, but I, I did have an idea before we actually got to the park, was to talk about hotels. Yeah. Because we, we love talking about hotels on this podcast. We certainly do. <laughs> um, now, there's two hotels on site, I believe. Yep. Is that right? Yeah, there is. Uh, uh, I've, I've actually stayed at both. Um, I tell you why, purely because driving in Los Angeles is a nightmare. If if you know anyone that's ever said, oh, well, I've driven in Paris or I've driven in Italy, (laughs) it's fine. No. No. LA is a different game altogether. I saw people have crashes and keep driving. Why? Yeah, oh, it's mental. It's absolutely mental. Yeah. Um, So I think you have to stay on site if you go there. The the only other option really is staying in in central Hollywood and using the metro. The metro is quite good. I've never like, used the metro. What, I've what used did you it. Think? I used it quite a bit. I have to be honest. It's because I've never driven out there, and we've always stayed in Hollywood. Um, so it's always it's it's fairly easy. It's only like a couple of stops from yeah. from uh, the Hollywood and Highland Centre to to Universal Studios. So it's not too bad. There's a bit of a trek once you get off the metro. Uh, yeah. Depending on how you want to do it, whether you get there's a tram that goes up and down the hill, um, that you mm-hmm. can get from more or less right outside, or you can walk it. I've walked it once, and it, knowing that it's in the Hollywood Hills, it's a fair track. Because mm. um, basically, where you get off the train is kind kind of at the level of the lower lot. Oh so yeah. So you then have yeah. to walk all the way up to the top to oh, then come yeah. back down again. Um, Oof. The only extra. 
the easy bit is that you kind of you hit one of the um, the car parks. Oh yeah, I know. Um, so yeah. you kind of walk up the steps and then go up the levels rather than up a hill, uh, which makes it a little bit easier. But I wouldn't recommend it. Certainly not on a hot Los Angeles day. No, no. Is well, that's the thing. No, it's the the train's really quite cheap. You can get a an all day pass for about five dollars, I think. Oh, that's good. And they've actually just extended it as well. It, the, the train line goes all the way out to Santa Monica now. Oh. So it's made it a bit better, and I know they are trying to work on something to get it all the way out to Disney. How long that's going to take, I don't know. I think right. Yeah. Well, the interesting thing about Universal Studios Hollywood um, is that it's not actually in Hollywood, is it? No. Um, it's, in, it's, it's actually in Universal City. Yep. It has so its it own district. Be Universal Studios, Universal City. Yep. <laughs> Um, but because uh, in Disney in Florida, um, Florida, the Walt Disney World is its own city, effectively. Whereas this is effectively its own city. Am I right? I believe so. Yeah, it's it's a district of the San Fernando Valley, so um, it is its own. Basically, what they own is theirs to do what they want with. Saying yeah. that Universal City isn't very big. <laughs> no, I don't think they got the same zoning and planning things that Disney in Florida get away with. No. Um, and it's definitely not as big. Uh, but it's like an interesting opposite to how Universal Studios in Florida is, which is, you know, sort of tight for space a bit. Although this is tight for space, but um, it's just it's slightly bigger, isn't it? Yeah. Um, is it so slightly have... bigger or a lot bigger? Because it's two levels, isn't it? Well, it, it's kind of spread across the side of a mountain is the kind of best way of putting it. All right. Yeah. Which is what Paul was just saying about going up and down the hills there. You, you, you sort of go up a hill to get into it, and then you have to go down a hill once you're inside it. All right, so the park itself is set on a mountain? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, it, 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 it kind of is that the theme park is a bit of an afterthought to the, the process of making films. So the sound stages have all got the best plot of land down the bottom all nice and flat and lovely and then the theme park is kind of dotted about on the side of like this giant hill right jurassic park is basically built into the side of the mountain why mm. that's crazy um so it, it, it's a it's a to get your head around it it's it's a bit different isn't it you know it is it's very different to any other theme park that i can think of that's for sure. Yeah. Um, but going back to the hotels, the Sheraton's fairly new, I believe, isn't it? I think so, yeah. And the, Hil- the Hilton's been there since time and glamour, I believe, because the only reason I know that is I think the Hilton, um, every time they needed a hotel um, for anything from Murder, She Wrote through to Quincy to uh, Perry Mason, was always filmed at the Hilton. <laughs> Yeah, across Some, the street. Summer Back to the Future was filmed there as well. Ah, I feel Back to the Future there. Uh, you know the the scenes when they're on the stairs being chased up and down when Biff goes oh, after yeah. in the second one. That's all yeah. filmed in the like the the fire escapes of the Hilton. Oh. That's interesting because it's just one big tower, isn't it? Yeah, I mean it looks a little bit like the building out of Die Hard, Die Hard One. Yeah. Um, and then behind it, you've got the Black Tower, which is where all the executive 
sit, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so hotels aside, they run a shuttle, and that drops off at their version of City Walk. Yeah. So City Walk Orlando, City Walk Hollywood, which which is better? Orlando. There's uh, there's yeah. more there's more choice. Don't get me wrong, the City Walk is lovely. Nice stroll mm. through shops of all different kinds, as as you'd expect. Um, and in the same same vein that I think Orlando's going, that they're trying to put in their own properties, I think the City Walk in Hollywood's going the same way. Um, basically getting rid of a lot of the the brand names. I know, I think Quicksilver's gone. Um, oh. Which was like the big shop, wasn't it, as you walked out? Um, that's right. I think What's that's, it been replaced with? Well, I think it's, they're replacing it with like their own restaurant. Oh, okay. So, like they've done at City Walk with, with some of the restaurants, like they're doing with the Tucson Chocolate Emporium or whatever it's called. I think they're going to put their own, own little restaurant in there, and I think that's going the same way with a lot of them. I think they've got rid of some of the other smaller ones on the other side. I know they they moved some of the shops around. They moved the the big comic book shop that was once literally as you walked out. That's moved down to the far end of City Walk. So as far away as more or less as possible as you can get from, from the entrance. I think they're kind of trying to build that entrance up to be their own properties. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know there was a comic shop there. Yeah, it was things from another world. It used to have a, like a big crashed spaceship in the roof as you went in the entrance. Oh, right. um, yeah. So it's now what was a GameStop. Um, there was oh, okay. a huge GameStop at the other end, next to the basically next to the Hard Rock. Um, so that moved down there and I think that's that's what they're doing is they're trying to to move like their own their own properties into the into the front buildings right at the entrance right they might get an NBC grill then perhaps yeah <laughs> oh okay um, so as you enter you enter in what they call the upper lot I believe um uh, and it's very similar once you get into the thing park to the entrance at Orlando with the gate. Um, you've got the VIP tour services, um, and different sort of faux production sort of buildings. Um, and then I think just like Orlando, I could be wrong. Isn't it Shrek is the first ride that hits you in the face? Um, it is at the moment. Uh, oh. I think <laughs> it will be the Walking Dead will be the first one you come to. Ah, so that'll be on the left as you walk yes. in. Yeah, because as you walked in previously, it used to be the the horror maze was on your left, yep. um, which has obviously now been flattened um, and is now, I think, again, a restaurant, um, first of all, but The Walking Dead is on the back of that now. So I th- it's possible that they're going to be about the same distance from the entrance. Yeah. Because... The Walking Dead attraction will be kind of around the corner as you come in, yeah. and The Walking Dead's right on your right. So I think they're probably going to be about the same distance between the two. Okay. Okay, because um, I think I think when I went Shrek, uh, we we went on it, and it was I think it was almost identical to the Orlando one yeah, in every I, way. I don't think there's any difference to it at all. Um, no. Obviously, that's had some some more work done to it recently because of the opening of Potter. 
Um, I mm. think that's a little bit different from the last time I went. The queue area is different and and things like that. So, but yeah, the the actual attraction itself, I don't think there's any difference to it at all. No. Um, yeah, it's it's a funny one, Shrek, isn't it? You know, it was quite good when it came out. Um, I mean, I'm quite annoyed in Orlando that it replaced the Hitchcock attraction. Yes. Yeah. I used to like that old attraction. I loved it. One time, my dad got picked to be in it, and it was amazing. Really? Which bit did you get picked on? The bit where he, he was being Norman. And he was dressed um, as and he was doing the shower scene. Honestly, I'm, when I go back to Liverpool next week, I'm going to dig out my old videos and I'll put it on our Facebook because it is so funny. Oh, that'd be great. Hilarious. Yeah, that'd be great because there's literally, there's hardly anything of that ride on YouTube. No, exactly. I'm going to dig out all my oldies and I'll put all the little gems on so everyone can see them. Oh, good. I don't think Hollywood ever had a Hitchcock um, attraction, did it? Not that I'm aware of. Obviously, it's got its uh, stuff on the studio tour. Um, yes, that I'm yes. sure will come up later. That's Hitchcock related, but yeah, but yeah. Got... In the actual park, I don't think there has been anything. No, because funny story. Julie Zimmerman, who created Halloween Horror Nights, she created the Hitchcock attraction in Orlando. Ah, yeah, that was one of the first ones she worked on. Amazing. Um. So, what do you think then? Walking Dead. Uh, it hasn't. I don't think it's opened yet, has it? No, I think it's next I... month think they would just they've just finished the auditions haven't they i think they showed oh, okay. some things they showed some of the makeup to the to some press um because yeah. i've seen a couple of videos of them training in the walkers um with the makeup on um but i think that's as far as it's got so far mm-hmm. so uh, i know it does have um uh animatronics in there doesn't it yep yeah so which what, is what do you think are you excited for it, or I think I, looking at some of the the stuff that's possibly going to be in it, I'm quite excited for how it's being made um, and how it works more than I am the theme. I think, yeah. But I I think it'll do well. I think obviously we we've seen Halloween Horror Nights it continue for five years, and I know people have got obviously got bored with it, um, but. I think it's one of those ones where if it's just a staple for the the park, like it's it's there, I think people will enjoy it. I think it's one of those names people are going to walk in and go, oh, it's The Walking Dead. It's the biggest TV show yeah. on the planet at the moment. People, I think people are mm. looking at it in that way that it's it's good to have that kind of property in the park. Um, I'm not saying us yeah. regular goers would be particularly enamoured by it all the time, but I think it would be one of those ones that will help Hollywood become more of a an attraction again. Hmm. I yeah. follow a guy on Twitter who went yeah, it's, it's around good. it today, and he's he has he hasn't been allowed to put any pictures or anything up, but he's been just like describing what he's seeing in there, and it sounds pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's the oh, right. See, so he, he was quite. You know. Yeah, like he's. Um, <laughs> Just describing it, and like it's done a bunch of tweets, just saying like what you're seeing in each room, and it does sound cool. All right. I don't know how he's got in there today. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah, because it um 
I think I think you're I think you're right. You know, I think it, I think it would be good. I think it's good that they have a a, a year round house in Hollywood. Um, you know, because I think I think they need that. You know, a lot of people have been moaning about the the King Kong queue, haven't they? Uh, um, whether or not there'll be scare actors in there or not, but um, no, I th- I, th- I think Hollywood because Hollywood's had that long history of having a a sort of a haunted house attraction all year round, haven't they? Yeah, um, this is by no means something. the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think it, it certainly fits. I think, I think obviously they haven't got a makeup show like Orlando have, and I think that's kind of kind of missing. Um, and I think this could possibly. I know it's obviously not a show, but I think this could kind of fill that gap for the fans of that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so I tell you what I haven't seen as well up there. There is the Waterworld show. Is that still going? It certainly is. Um, have you seen it? I've seen it. Oh, how many times have I seen it? I must have seen it at least five times. Wow. Um, well, what would you you know say to that? I really enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. The film is awful. God awful. <laughs> but this is really well done. Um, lots of stunts, lots of explosions, um, and it's it's really well done. It's obviously it's all set on water. So the the main characters all ride jet skis around a like a pool. Um, there's a plane that comes down from behind the set that crashes into the set and explodes. Wow. Um, and obviously the storyline is very similar to what's in the film, um, but it's it's really enjoyable for for that sort of thing. It's it's very much along the lines of the Indiana Jones stunt show uh, mm-hmm. at Hollywood Studios, but on water. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, I really enjoy it. And, in fact, I saw a, a Halloween Horror Nights version of it that was called Slaughter oh, wow. Um Wow. That was basically, it was just, think Bill and Ted, but on water. Yeah. Wow. And it was literally blood, awesome. violence, swearing, everything. <laughs> but it was it was meant to be the same characters, but in a completely different environment. But they wow. don't do it anymore. Um, it's, it, it's interesting how, for them, like everything's a little bit more adult, isn't it? E- yeah. Even like the Halloween Horror Nights was a little bit more adult. With like the, they used to have the stand-up comedy with um, Chucky. Yep, we saw that. Um, you know, and then and then the Bill and Ted show used to be a little bit more, used to cross the line a bit more, didn't it? Yeah, but they've got rid um, of that as well now. Yeah. So. Thank you, Shanghai. Oh no, it wasn't Shanghai's no, fault that was, one, was it? No, it was. <laughs> it was <laughs> just the customers. <laughs> yeah, it was just the customers complaining about it. I read somewhere it was um, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Was it? That she what? complained, <laughs> and that's why they stopped it. Why? Why did she complain about what? I don't know. I don't know. One year she complained, and it was on the strength of her complaint that they closed it down. That's pretty random. Yeah, I could be completely wrong, and if she's listening, um, then you know, it's only an allegation. From what I think it was, I think there was something that people accused of being racist in it. Okay. Um, I know they used to use instead of Captain America, they had Captain Mexico. And, and oh. things like that in it. Um, yeah. But I think, yeah, I think 
one year it went a little bit too far. Um, so they ended up having to get it. It got cancelled halfway through the season. Yeah, I think it was. That I remember. Yeah, they were. They'd already been showing it for a good three or four weeks, and then ended up axing it, and it's never come back since. Oh man. Mm. Hey, but yeah, Waterworld definitely. If you're there, go and see it. It it really is enjoyable. It's a if you enjoy things like Indiana Jones stunt show at Hollywood Studios, this will definitely be right up your your alley. I have to say. Oh. Did they? Was it this one where they had a um, creature from the Black Lagoon makeover? <laughs> no, that was that was actually in a theatre that they they'd got that uh, it, it. I think it ran for about a week, oh. uh, and they got rid of it because it was awful. Oh. Was it really bad? Yeah, it was a musical. A musical creature from the Black Lagoon. Wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, similar to what you what you think of Beetlejuice. Um, yeah. In that kind of vein, I think. But oh. not on the particularly funny side. Kind of mm. just a straight out musical. <laughs> with the creature. They're currently working on a remake of that, aren't they? Yeah, I think they're, they're working on a remake of every single Universal Horror icon, aren't they? Hmm. So. Tom Cruise has been over here filming The Mummy for the last yeah. few months, hasn't he? Yeah, but they're, they're doing The Invisible Man, I think, with Johnny Depp. Meant to be oh, playing God, the really? lead. Yeah. Um, and they've cast someone to play Jekyll and Hyde, haven't they? Um, oh, have they? Yeah, and I can't remember who it is, but they're, they're, he's in The Mummy. Um, they're kind of introducing him in The Mummy, but... Um, I read it the other day and I can't remember who it was. It's, it's someone quite famous playing him. Um, I hope their version of the Marvel Cinematic Universe works. Yeah, it'd be nice to see it back because it's, it's really underutilised everywhere other than a few walk-around characters. And obviously Halloween Horror Nights last year used them fairly well. But it's just for something that's so popular, even still now, for mm. them not to really use them in anything is, is fairly poor. Mm. So I hope it does work and it puts them back in the the mainstream again. Yeah, so. yeah. I think they they. If you look through history, the monsters they were popular in the thirties and forties. They went away and they sort of come back in the fifties and sixties and they went away and they came back with the vengeance in the eighties and the nineties and they went away. So hopefully now is the time for them to come back again. Yeah, uh, the I person... love the monsters. Yeah, uh, the person that's been cast as Jekyll and Hyde is Russell Crowe. Ah. Really? Yeah. Crikey. I knew they were throwing some money at it, but um, yeah. perhaps now they've made loads of money with Warcraft off the Chinese market, they can spend it on the monsters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but he's already, all... said, already said they're working on a script for a solo film for him as well. Because mm. I think it was this podcast we said that Warcraft was going to be a, a complete dead duck, didn't we? Yeah... And technically, we were right, but it was just the Chinese market. They're the only people that have gone and seen it. Yeah, yeah. I can't see it being in any of the US parks at any near future. No. I think you might get it in some of the the Asian ones, mm. but I can't see it being in any of our parks. <laughs> no. Um, okay, so um, sort of behind that and to the left um, is one of the newest areas of the park. Not the newest, but one of the newest. And that's the Despicable Me area. Yep. 
Um, and they've got a kind of mini land, haven't they? Yeah, they've got super silly fun land. <gasps> no way! Yeah, no way. Oh my god. Uh, that area was originally the T2 3D area. Um, oh, was it? Yeah, that was uh, where Minion Mayhem is. Was was actually the Terminator show originally. Um, so, so their Terminator's gone then? Yep, yep, they haven't got Terminator out there anymore. Sadly. Um, I think still... I would rather have had Terminator. Yeah, I think I'd rather have Silly Funland. It's the unicorns. Sorry, Amanda? It's the unicorns. They're just so fluffy. <laughs> <laughs> I think from memory, the, the Hollywood ride is slightly better than the Florida one. Yeah, um, I believe it's a little bit longer. Yeah, I, th- I think it was longer, and I think the actual ride vehicles were a bit more... Um, I think they were just generally made you feel more like you're in the ride. Yeah, I think ones... wasn't Orlando just a refit? Didn't they use some yeah. of the same... Whereas Hollywood's is actually a completely brand new ride. Yeah, built for it. Yeah. Yeah, Orlando was... Before that, it was Jimmy Neutron, and then I think it was um, Hanna-Barbera for years... Yeah. Um, the one at Orlando kind of feels like you're in a theatre and your seats just move a bit, whereas the ones in Hollywood, um, you feel like you're much more part of it, if that makes sense. Right. Um, but, um, yeah, it's, it's quite a new area. I didn't really spend much time in there, if I'm honest, when I went there last. Was it built when you went there last? No, it wasn't. They, they, it was still Terminator. I don't think they'd even closed Terminator the last time we went. Um, oh, okay. Which would have been what five years ago? So yeah, I think it went possibly the like the year after that. Um, yeah. So no, I've not not been out there since they've they've rebuilt it. Super silly Funland um, replaced Coke the Coke Soak Zone. So it was it was still a play area in the first place, and then they just kind of built <laughs> Super silly Funland on top of it. Mm. This kind of all backs onto the car park, doesn't it, this bit? Yep, and if you look over the side, you're basically looking down the side of a cliff. Oh. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Um, so then if you come back this way, they've got that mini London area. Yep. Which, which is they've a... got phone boxes made yep. out of wood that are painted orange. Which is one of their <laughs> main scare zones as well during Halloween Horror Nights. Ah. Yes. That's where the Krampus scare zone was oh. last year. Just about to say that. I'm sure that's where Krampus was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then sort of next to that was where the, the Halloween house was, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, they kind of pack everything in a bit, don't they? Yeah, for, they kind for... of... Lots of dry ice. And then characters coming out from little alleyways and and things like that along there. Yeah. Um, and then going back towards the centre, you then have the, the brand new area, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter area, um, which which I haven't seen. They were they were building that when I went there last. Um, but I don't know how much different it is to the Orlando one. Does anyone have any ideas on that? I believe it's more or less exactly the same, other than it's missing the Dragon Challenge. Right. I think other than that, because Dragon Challenge was already there, they managed to build it in. Orlando, whereas Hollywood, that's kind of where their land ends. Um, 
So apparently, is... I think they've still got like an entrance there, so it looks exactly the same as if you were going to enter uh, Dragon Challenge, but the ride itself really? isn't there. Yeah. What? That's weird, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So it looks like there's like an entrance into something, but there isn't. Um, but the rest of the land, I believe, um, the flight of the Hippogriff is slightly longer. Um, but other than that, I think it's exactly the same. What? Even the even the main ride is exactly the same. Yeah, I believe so. Other than the fact that it's in three D. Hmm. Oh, okay. That's the only. Does it change. make people as sick as the other one? Uh, I think it was making people even sicker from what <laughs> really? from what I'd heard. Yeah, uh, I think they had to tone it down a little bit. Oh, I wish it was a 3D. It'd be awesome. Come one day, though. Yeah, there was talk that they were doing it, I think. But the problem is they'd have to take the ride down for quite a bit of time, I think. I don't wish it was 3D, then. So I think that's kind of what's put them off at the moment from doing it. I think maybe once the the third part comes along, then they might have a little less pressure on them. Yeah. Well, Seth Kaberski, uh, touring plans guy, he reckons that the one in Orlando was meant to have been far more scarier. Yeah. Um, in the Dementors and the Spiders scenes. Yeah, apparently they're um, still there. Yeah, they're still there. But, but they've lit not. it differently. Yeah, so I wonder if the one in Hollywood has got all that. Uh, or whether th- they just completely didn't build it, maybe. I think, because Tim Tracker went out there. Um, oh, and yeah. he he was saying that it, there were a few more spiders. I think he said that the mentors were still the same, um, but I think they've added a few more spiders um, that you can yeah. actually see. But they said because of the 3D, it kind of takes you out of it with the oh, props, okay. so they kind of don't stand out as much. Um, hmm, that's so interesting. Because I think he went on it a couple of times, and like the second time he took his glasses off, and you could see more of the, the surrounding areas. So it is interesting to see that to see whether there are any major differences between the two, but that the mm. actual ride itself is exactly the same. All right. Do you like the Forbidden Journey, Amanda? I love Forbidden Journey. Absolutely love it. Josh hates it. He doesn't like things that with screens and that make you feel sick like that. So I spend a lot of time on it by myself. Oh. And then I can just go through a single rider, so I don't care. <laughs> that's a good point <laughs> yeah on and off in five minutes all of it I think it's one of the best rides that I've ever been on ever mm. I absolutely love it yeah it is It is a good ride so maybe hopefully then they don't bring 3D then if it does take yeah. you out of the physical effects I, I, I prefer them of, yeah I think it kind of darkens the surrounding areas yeah makes it easy to miss stuff yeah yeah probably best we don't have it then Okay, um, right bang smack behind um, the buildings of um, the Wisdom World is uh, Springfield. Um, and it's, I, I don't know, what, what would you say? Would you say it's slightly smaller than the Florida one or slightly bigger, would you say? I think it's smaller in terms of the actual size, but I think it yeah. encompasses more. Uh, I think yeah, there a... seems to be more to do. Yeah. Because you've got the the power plants there, um, which isn't in yes. Orlando, which you can actually set off. No. Um, we can go and press a button yeah, to detonate. Sorry, I didn't know about that. Yeah, 
Yeah, you can go and press press a button and it uh, detonates the uh, the power plant. Um, awesome. And the school's there as well. You can hear the the kids in the playground um, playing and and things like that. It just it does encompass a bit more, I think. Um, while also still having the same things that they've got in Orlando, like like the restaurants are all the same and and things like that. Uh, the only thing they're they're missing, they haven't got the taco truck. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Ah. I also Other thought the merchandise was better in the Quickie Mart in Hollywood. Yep. Yeah, I felt that the, the the last time we went. I haven't been since they've rebuilt, like added the extra bits. I've only yeah. been when the, the ride was there and the Quickie Mart was there. Um, but the Quickie Mart was definitely better. Um, in fact, I've got a, a bowling shirt from there. Um, oh, a squishy the one. The pin pals. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, it's um one of the, one of the interesting things during Halloween Horror Nights again um, that they did differently there was they they lit um, the Springfield area really differently to the rest of the park. They put like purples and oranges and, and lots of fog and different things. But they also played the um, Treehouse of Horror theme tune. Brilliant. Continually. And it, it made it feel really different, even though they hadn't really done that much different to it. Um, whereas I find in Orlando during Home and Horror Nights, just because of the sheer number of people, um, they don't tend to do that very much, do they? No. Um, with the Orlando one. Um, do, do you go in the um, Moe's Tavern and the uh, food area, Amanda? Yeah, yeah. I like the food area because there's loads and loads and loads of choice. But I like the whole Springfield area as a whole. I'm not massive on the ride because I preferred Back to the Future. And I'm oh, not me too. Go. Yeah, and me. <laughs> but I do like the area. The theme is dead good. Oh, it's brilliant theme, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and I obviously love the donuts. Yes. Can't say no to a lard lad donut. I really like it. And I liked last year at Halloween Horror Nights because that's where all the clowns were. The clowns, yeah. Awesome. They did a very good job, those clowns. Yeah, they were so funny and so scary. I loved them. Mm. Yeah, I was talking to some people today. And nearly all of those clowns have been rehired this year. So. Ah, yes. Yeah, the same guys are back. Amazing, and that they've makes me so their, happy. Well, they've all got their fingers crossed that they're going to become this new uh, sort of clown uh, chainsaw gang. So, Yay! They, they appear every year, but, you know, we'll see. Which they might do, because Chance is the icon, so you never know. Yeah. Um, they haven't got a Kang and Kodos, Kodos ride, have no, they? No, they haven't. Um, and I find their version of the Springfield ride even more of a bone shaker than the Orlando one. Really? Yeah. Wow. That even makes me feel sick. I don't get sick on rides, but that makes me feel really sick. Yeah, yeah my back just aches going on it. Oh, wow. I didn't um, even go on the Orlando, Orlando one the last time I went because of how bad the Hollywood one was. Yeah. I wonder if um, their Back to the Future was older than the Orlando one. I think it possibly was. Yeah. I think Orlando opened first, uh, Hollywood opened first. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so they just swapped Back to the Future out there as well for The Simpsons. Exactly yeah. the same, yeah. Oh, right. Mm. Um, 
Is there any news about um, one of the Asian parks that's just got rid of Back to the Future? Are they going to put Springfield in there? Not that I'm aware of. I've not read anywhere that it's The Simpsons that's going in. Yeah. Um, I don't even think they've said about what's going in. I've not seen any even rumours about it. Other than no. The, I'm guessing it's just got to the end of its run and they just can't use it anymore. No. They should bring it back as a special, like like maybe just for like Halloween Horror Nights or something. Just like after hours, just have, you know, Back to the Future back in there. Swap the film out. That would make me so happy. I would find a trip around that if they did that. Well, there you go. Universal, if you're listening, we would all book trips tomorrow. Take my money, Universal. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So right next to Springfield is a ride we'll get onto in a minute, which is our favourite ride. But if we go down the hill for a moment, which we've been going downhill on this show for a very long time... um, to get down the hill, it's four escalators, is that right? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. And they're your proper long uh, London Underground escalators, aren't they? They are then known as the Starway. The Starway. Mm. The interesting fact about the Starway is as you get to the top before you go down, if you look right and look down across the valley, Warner Brothers is almost next door, isn't it? Yep, and, and Disney behind that. And Disney's right behind that. So you get this great shot of Universal, Warner, and then Disney. Um, When Warner Brothers has got a massive, I mean, huge, absolutely huge logo painted on the side of one of the sound stages. So you're under no illusion who's next door. Basically, (laughs) the one you see at the start of a Warner Brothers movie is the real one. Yeah, literally, the logo, isn't it? Yeah. As it sort of goes through the logo and you see the... Um, you see the uh, you know the logo and the sound stages. <laughs> so you go down all the escalators, which takes a good five ten minutes. <laughs> um, get to the bottom, and the first thing on your left that you see, I believe, is Jurassic Park. Yeah. So Jurassic Park Orlando, Jurassic Park Hollywood. Paul, which is better? Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, I just wow. uh, it's just a, a better ride. There's so much more story to it and you can actually tell what you where you're kind of going for me with the, with the Orlando one I, it just seems like it's kind of a water ride and that's it the, the dinosaurs are fantastic in Hollywood so much better yeah. the animatronics do seem to be a lot better don't they yeah uh-huh. um, I remember the um, the spitter yeah he's he's on the Hollywood one isn't he Yep, and you've got the car that falls. The car as well, yeah. If it's working. Um, for, <laughs> for many a year, there used to be two raptors sitting on another boat that were mm-hmm. eating a uh, Mickey Mouse bag. Oh, what? Well, I don't know whether that's still there. I've got a feeling they've taken it out now um, oh, when I they did their refurb. But yeah, there was two like little raptors sitting on another raft. They've kind of got this Mickey Mouse Disney World bag between them and they're trying to pull it apart (laughs) Um, and you've got the cafe and the gift shop there next door haven't you Jurassic Park and that's another home of a Halloween Horror Nights maze it's the queue yes the queue area isn't it yeah Yeah. you go down the side of it last time I went it was Alice Cooper maze I believe 
Oh yeah. Was in there, which was really enjoyable. They supposedly built him a maze because he religiously every year takes him and his whole family to Halloween Horror Nights. Doesn't surprise me. That Murdy just stopped him one night and they just hit it off and he didn't realise that he'd been going all these... You know Halloween Horror Nights as well as I do. Why don't you build a maze? <laughs> That's how that, that maze came about. That's cool. Doesn't Dee Snyder go every year as well from Twisted Sister? Yep. I, like we saw him a whole bunch last year, so it'd be pretty funny if they're a twisted sister house. <laughs> well, <I'm maybe>. <laughs> they followed up the Alice Cooper maze with a uh, slash maze the following year. Yeah, that's a good and he's, point. He's a huge, huge Halloween Horror Nights fan as well. Awesome. My um, uh, favorite um, celebrity. Um, that goes to uh, Halloween Horror Nights Hollywood every year is um, uh, Eric Shoesmith uh, Cam from Modern Family. Yes. Uh-huh. Ellen, she uh, and him are good friends and she pays for him to go every year and then they record him as he goes round. <laughs> and uh, it, last year she recorded him going through the Halloween house and he was just... You know, screaming like a girl all the way through it. The way that I'm imagining him going through the houses is how I go through the houses. Because I can really? imagine pretty funny. Yeah. Eric yeah. Stone Street, sorry, not your thing, Rob. But uh, yeah, Eric Stone Street. But in, in real life, he's um, he's he's straight and he's he's not that camp in real life. Really? Yeah. Um. Hmm. I love her being camp. Yeah, but they call him, and no one get offended by this, but they do actually say this on set. They call him being gay for pay. (laughs) (laughs) Because obviously he's married to uh, uh, Mitchell, uh, and the actor in real life is gay, isn't he? Um, Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, he goes every year. There's there's quite a lot, isn't there? There's quite a few. I mean, the the Osbournes, they used to go a lot, didn't they? Um, Yeah. A lot of the Walking Dead cast when they're in Hollywood, I know they go. Yeah, Norman goes every year. You get you get a lot of people like, um, oh, what's the one, um, uh, Cyrus, what's her name? Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus, she's been a few times, hasn't she? Yeah, one with Valderrama as well as goes quite regularly. Oh, yeah. From that 70s show. Because they all live there, so it's it's easier for them, isn't it? Yeah. Um, okay, so next door to Jurassic Park um, is a ride, in my opinion, is that's not as good um, as Orlando, which is the Mummy. Um, what, what do you what do you feel about the Mummy, Paul? Yeah, I definitely agree. It's not as good um, due to California fire restrictions. They had to take a major scene out of it. <laughs> You know, oh. you don't get the fire across the ceiling um, due to the California fire regulations. Yeah, I didn't really notice that. Yep, they had to take that whole scene out. They did put it in, um, but the government said, no, that's not happening, and they had to take it out. I'm so. quite surprised that you both said that um, you prefer Orlando because everyone else that I've ever heard from has preferred Hollywood. Really? I think, yeah. I think the storyline itself works better in Hollywood because there's none of the 
like backstage stuff. Uh, but the ride itself isn't as good. Oh, really? Doesn't it go backwards for like loads longer? It does, but I don't think that makes a huge amount of difference, to be honest. Oh. Really, it just because, and it's in quite a small building as well. Uh, yeah, very tight space, aren't they? Down there, it's what was the ET ride in Hollywood uh, was in there. Uh, so it's it's a very small building. Um, so basically, they've done the best they can. So, yeah. but yeah, definitely Orlando is a far better ride. Um, and then right up against that, the third and final ride down at uh, this level is the um, Transformers ride. Yep. Um, I I don't think I'm not sure it was open, or I'm not sure if it was. I think it was down when we went, so I can't really compare it. But what 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 are your thoughts on it, Paul? I haven't been on the Hollywood one either. Um, no, they hadn't opened. It was there. the The big Transformer was on on the front of the building. Um, but they yeah. hadn't opened. So the last time I went in that building, it was backdraft and, oh God, special effects stage was down there yeah. the last time I went in there. So, um, so yeah, I've not been on it, so I can't really compare either. No. But I I've think heard it's, that it's identical, though. Yeah, I think it is. I don't think there's any difference to it at all. They had theirs first, didn't they? Yes, I believe so. It opened, opened first. I think it opened maybe a year beforehand yeah and then orlando had the copy yeah because it was i think it, i think i'm right in saying the orlando one was built in record time yeah so it must it must be exactly like for like i would have thought uh, as far as i'm aware there's n- absolutely no difference to it no no um, although I believe the only difference was that at the opening, um, we had um, Steven Spielberg open hours. Ooh. Yeah, uh, but he opened, he opened Jurassic Park at oh, okay. Hollywood. Well, we can't have it all. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever heard that story about him when they opened it? Did he? he, he got on, where he got stuck, was it? He, um, he got on the ride with his kids, got to the top of the drop and went, I'm getting off now, see you later. And they stopped the oh, ride. No. He got off, and he sent his kids down the down the drop. But he refused to. <laughs> well, if you're Steven Spielberg, yeah, you can get away with that. He did get stuck for a good hour on Jaws, though, in Orlando. <laughs> I heard that. Yeah, I remember reading that. He, he was not happy, supposedly. <laughs> but I think when Jaws opened in Orlando originally, I think everyone got stuck on Jaws at least once. Yeah. Yeah, I think the whole time Jaws was open, everyone got stuck on Jaws at least once. Yeah. Um, sadly missed those Jaws. I know. I'd, I'd gladly have it back and get stuck on it. Yeah. Gladly. So would I. Um, they've just, am I right in saying, there was the Phantom stage, which you couldn't go into, next yeah. door to Transformers, which is their oldest sound stage. They've just demolished that. They have. Are they going to build a ride on it, or is it going to be uh, another soundstage? The rumour is that it will be The Secret Life of Pets going in there. Oh. This new animated film that's that's coming out this summer. Um, right, so we've lost the original 1920s Phantom of the Opera soundstage. Yep. Complete with theatre. Yep. For some gimmicky kids 3D film. By the sound of it, yep. Oh, no. That, that no one's going to remember in about five years' time. 
Uh, as you said, no one no one was allowed in there anyway. The the set was no. so fragile; it had been standing since the the nineteen twenties. Yeah. Um, and did they suppose, save the set? I believe so. I believe it's going somewhere else. I'm not sure where they've taken it, but I think it is going somewhere else. Um, but the reason why it stood for so long was because it was apparently haunted. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Was it the ghost of Lon Chaney? Well, that was the, that was the the big rumor, but by all accounts, people said it actually, if it was haunted, was likely someone that helped put the set up that had died while they were film while they were setting it up, because apparently there's records of someone dying in there. Mm. Creepy. So, and I that was again another I think partly another reason why they they didn't open it to the public. Hmm. Um, yeah, I think a few VIP tours got in there a handful of times, but yeah. the general public just weren't allowed. Yeah, really. I've, I've been in the soundstage next door um, that had the water pit in it. Um, oh, yeah. But didn't get in that one. The, the water pit that was used, in, not as a water pit, but the, the scene in Indiana Jones with the snakes was oh, filmed yes. on that. The original. Yep. Yeah. yeah. When he f- oh, it was filmed in there, was it? Yeah. So, so that uh, that's still standing at the moment. How long that lasts, I don't know. Because there's talk that they're going to knock quite a few down. Well, the battle now is between what makes more money, film production or the theme park. And I think at the moment, for the first time ever, I think the theme park is starting to make more money than the production side. Yeah, and that's, that's so, due to taxes. Is it Tax, really? Taxes on filming in Los Angeles are ridiculous, which is why you find a lot of the major the major TV shows are filmed in Vancouver, and and elsewhere is mainly due or to here. The taxes. Yeah, or here, because of the tax breaks yeah. they get. So people mm. just aren't renting the sound stages as they used to. So because like, at the moment they've got CSI take up a a major block of sound stages, and of course. They're all finishing. This is all their last seasons. Oh yeah, they're not making any more, are they? Nope. So those those sound stages are all going to be empty now. Um, mm. And the and voice that yeah. was that had a huge sound stage. Yep. Um, so the rumor is that those sound stages may go as well um, to make way for Diagon Alley. Whether that's uh-huh. really, that's, you think yeah, so? that's that that's been the rumor for a while. That they'll get rid of those sound stages and build Diagon Alley down there. That's a massive footprint. Yeah. I mean, huge. The, the I think the only issue they're having is working out how to do the transport because of the fact that Hogsmeade is on top of the hill. This would be at the bottom of the hill. Oh, you'd never be able to link it, surely, yeah. with the, you know, what they call it, the Hogwarts Express. Yeah. I think it's just that- finding a way of doing it. That would be so expensive. Yeah. Not impossible, but it might just be too expensive to be worth doing. Yeah. So. Um, okay, well, let, let's take the Skyway back right up the hill again. So there's 10, 15 minutes of standing there listening to clips of films. Yeah, um, and, and we come tunes. to my favourite. Yes, and theme tunes. My, my favourite ride, which is the um, the studio tour. Yep. Which is the oldest ride, um, and it's also—I mean—they've had a studio tour there since they started making films, yeah. purely because 
back when they started it was silent films and you could have all sorts of people standing behind the camera making all sorts of noise and it didn't matter <laughs> um and there, there's there are two different types of studio tour there is a vip one which we'll get onto but there's the main one which is narrated by um jimmy fallon isn't it i believe yeah um and you get in your uh what do they call them things trams yeah they were originally known as glamour trams but now i think oh, they're just called the studio saying. trams glam trams yeah <laughs> and then that brings you all the way back down the hill again i believe yep it starts at the top and comes down um and then you basically tour a number of um sound stages and sets and then you periodically depending on who's in what you go through several experiences i think the first one for most people is king kong it is um we were talking about this obviously on the last show um is it confirmed now in the consensus that the video on the king kong in hollywood is exactly the same as orlando i believe so yeah from what i can that's good then because i watched a video of this tram tour yesterday and i skipped the whole kong bit just okay. in case yeah from what i can uh, work what... out is exactly the same what did Kong replace? Was it uh, an actual? Was it uh, the animatronic Kong? It was. It was. It was on the the plot of land where the original one burnt down. Right, because they've had quite a few fires, haven't they? They have over the years. There's been ever well, back since the 1930s. They've been been having fires most of the time, mainly due to the fact that it does get so warm. They have a lot of bushfires, and but the one that burnt Kong down was caused by a builder who left oh. his, uh, who left his iron. Is a uh, welding iron on? Oh no! One of the buildings. So, well, the interesting thing I found over there in Hollywood, as opposed to um, Orlando, is everything in Hollywood seems to be made out of wood. Yeah. Um, it, all the sound stages were all timber framed. All the sets were timber. So much wood everywhere. Whereas in Orlando, everything was steel. Um, I would have, all I can guess that is down to is the possibility of earthquakes. Yeah, I think there's that, and I think the case of, with it still being a working studio, taking wood down is far easier. Yeah, um, so they always have loads of carpenters on site, don't they, yeah. so they could build sets quickly and things. But also, the problem is with that, if everything's built out of wood, if you have a fire, the whole thing goes up so quickly... Um, and I think that's probably one of the reasons why they've had so many fires over the years, just because everything is built out of wood. Oh, no. Um, which is very strange. Um, so you go through the Kong part. Um, you then I think you go through the new Fast and the Furious, uh, which I've mentioned umpteen times, which I really, really do not like. Had you done the Fast and the Furious bit, Paul? No, it was still the, the Mummy's Tomb. The last time we went. Oh, okay. What happened we, in the old one, then? Well, originally it was kind of like... It was um, the Abominable Snowman. And you were, like, going through a snow tunnel. Um, but then they upgraded that when the mummy came out. And it was kind of like you were... You went through with the scarab beetles are going around you. Instead, it was just like a... You know one of those tunnels you go in? Where you walk across a bridge that's kind of spinning. And it makes you feel like you're off kilter. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. basically one of them. But just with a different theme in. Hmm. But you were on the kind of on the tram as you did it. 
Ah, oh, I bet that made you feel dead sick. It wasn't great. It was only you were only in there for about thirty seconds, to be honest. Oh no! They have that tunnel at Halloween Horror Night, don't they? A oh, version. Yeah, they make me feel so ill. Um, what are some of the sets that you go through? I, I remember distinctively um, the murder she wrote, "Come Jaws." Yeah, you've got the the murder she wrote, Lake type, come beach type thing that uh, now houses uh, the Jaws attraction. Yay! Um, similar to what was in Orlando, I think. Other than it wasn't, it's not its own attraction, and it's it's fairly short. It's not a particularly long long section. You kind of you see him out in the lake. He, he bites a uh, scuba diver. Blood comes out of the scuba diver in the water. Then Jaws appears alongside the tram, sets a load of fire off, and that's it. Mm. So it's not it's not a huge attraction. It's still good fun, but it's not it's not what was in Orlando. That's for sure. No, definitely not. Um. You've also got um, the Courthouse Square from Back to the Future. Yeah. Or a copy of it. It's not the original, because that did burn down, didn't it, I believe? Some of it's still there. I think it was the the actual square itself got burnt down. I think one side of it got burnt down, whereas the courthouse itself, I think, is still the same one, but it's been modified over the years. But I believe the original one's still sitting behind it. Ah, um, uh, okay. But they've got, like, a facade in front of it. Um, but yeah, I believe the pillars are still behind. The clock's still the original one when they have it up um, from the film. That was that was stored behind all the sets, so that didn't get touched by the fire at all. Oh right. Um, so that's still they have had it up on occasion. Um, weirdly, though, I did read something that someone went to when it was the anniversary last year of Back to the Future. Um, the clock had been up. In the weeks previous to it, on the actual day it wasn't there. Oh god! They'd taken it down because they were filming the next day, so they'd taken it down. Oh no! But yeah. See, this this is the kind of problem with this right this 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 attraction. In as much as any time they want to use anything for filming, um, the tram tour gets diverted, and you don't see uh, that part, do you? No, I've actually never been on it. I've okay. only driven alongside it. I've never actually been in Courthouse Square. Sadly. Right. Um, one of the other main sets that's very popular and has been there since you know time began uh, is the Psycho set. Yeah. Uh, the house and the motel. Which I think spoilt a bit because they got Whoville right behind it. <laughs> it's awful. Certainly when you get to the top of the hill and you're looking at the Psycho house on your left... And you look down yeah. and you can see Whoville below you. Um, it's, it's, it's a, I don't understand why those two things would have gone together naturally. No. Another... Do they use that, the Bates Motel a bit to film the TV show or not? No, that no. that's filmed in in Canada somewhere. Yeah, cheap. Another funny story I learned about these sets... Um, they were doing the, the tram tour one day and they looked up and on the roof of the Bates Motel, someone was sitting there dressed as mother. <laughs> what? And they had no idea what was going on. So they called security 
they got to the end, and then they said, yeah, don't worry, it's Jim Carrey. <laughs> what? He was filming on the lot at the time, and he just went, right, I'm going to dress up as mother and go and scare everybody. And he was literally, he was sitting on the roof of the Bates oh Motel, God. dressed as mother. <laughs> <laughs> and he tried, so he tried to do it again, um, but he was going to do it dressed as the Grinch. But he was stopped by security because no one had seen him. No one had seen his makeup at the time. Mm. And they were like, no, that's not happening. We can't let everybody see you before we've even actually shown a picture of you. <laughs> and they actually stopped him. But yeah, he did do it once. He did it, did it dressed as mother. Well, my my tour guide said that, that he was filming um, Bruce Almighty yeah. um, when he did that. And because behind that, well, just sort of not far from that behind it, is that great big man-made uh, lagoon yeah. where they've got the big blue screen. Yep. So any time you see a film where it's someone shipwrecked at sea or you know anything where they're at sea, basically, they film it on this giant blue screen with all this water. So I imagine it was probably um, the bit where he meets God and he walks on the water. Yeah. In fact, well, it could the, easily have been the Truman Show, though, couldn't it? Yep. Um, in fact, the last time, not the last time, when we went on honeymoon in 2010, I think they were filming Evan Almighty. Oh, yeah. When he's, obviously, he's on the Ark. And I think yep. they just started to, to film that. The Ark was starting to be built in front of that blue screen. Ah, right. Um, oh, that's interesting. Um... The motel and the, the the house, though, I mean, they've got that's got a lot of history. I mean, that I believe it wasn't in the original location; it had been moved both buildings yep. for, um, I think it was Psycho Two, but they've remained pretty much there the whole time. Um, and it's been, I think, it was recently. Was it this year or last year? They actually did up the house. Yeah, I believe so because it was starting to uh, fall apart a little bit the last time I saw it. Because with Halloween Horror Nights, because they do the the back lot tour during that as well. They do, yeah. You get off um, on that lower part where Bates Motel is and you walk up to the house. Mm. So you get quite close to the house when you're doing that and you could see there was certainly some damage to it at that point. Well, they had a a meet and greet with Norman Bates when I went. Yeah. Oh, my God. The Halloween Horror Nights, yeah. Norman followed us up the hill. (laughs) Literally, he came out out of the, the, the motel... And literally followed behind us with his knife literally inches away from my wife's face. Amazing. <laughs> and then they, he just kind do. of disappeared. They do go for it in Hollywood more, don't they? Yeah. Than Orlando, I find. Yeah. Uh, whether that's good or bad, I don't know. But they do tend to really go for it. But I remember going, uh, not last year, year before, and I actually put my hand, well, not my whole hand, but my finger, actually through the wood on the house. It was that rotten. What? So the house is a little bit like Trigger's Broom. It might look like the same house, but it's been refurbed and repaired so many times. I don't know how much of the original is actually. Oh, there. No. <laughs> probably just the uh, the the figure of Mother in the window is still probably the same one, but other than that, the rest mm. of it's probably completely different. Yeah. Um, and then right behind uh, Psycho is the um, War of the Worlds set. Yep. Um, with the the crashed airliner, 
um, which I find quite an, an annoying um, location. Yeah. Because of all the sound effects, like sirens and things, they're a bit, you know, you know, like when there's a police car going past your house, it's a bit annoying while you're on the phone. It's like you're standing there and the police car just isn't going anywhere. Um, but an interesting thing, I, I don't know if you've heard this, Paul, but um, Spielberg paid for that set to be made for his film. Yeah. And he had it in part of the contract that for 20 years or 25 years after the, um, after the set had been used, um, it could never be used until 25 years was up for any other films. What? Um, just because they spent so much money on it and it's so detailed. Yeah. Um, the, the did, pla- he didn't want it. No, yeah, no. the pl- plane itself hardly cost anything. Something like five thousand dollars. Yeah, it's the moving of the plane that cost them about seven million dollars to get it on yeah. the set. Something ridiculous. So it's not a surprise that they're, <laughs> they're trying to use it for at least something if he's got that in his contract. Yeah. So it's a bit like a piano. Pianos cost 50 quid to buy, but to move the thing from eBay's man's house to your house, it costs about 100 quid. Yeah. It's the same principle, I suppose. Um, what else is there? We've, we've gone through that. Jaws. Uh, is there an earthquake area? I was yep, just going to say, is there not an earthquake? There is. Um, there was also, it's exactly the same as the, the ride in Orlando was. You go into a subway tunnel things come pouring in um very similar uh the nice point was it was spotted in an episode of bones a few years ago oh um, yes that they they used it exactly as it is in the in the ride That's right. so you'd got literally what they did was they they closed it down as the ride finishes so the subway cart was in in the tunnel the water had poured in, um, so yeah, it was it was used in an episode of Bones, and it was very obvious that that's what it was. Ah. Didn't they also use it in um, Beverly Hills Cop as well? Yes, yep. Yeah, it was one of one of the first ones that ever used it was Beverly Hills Cop, and I think it's it been like- used for years and years on different things. Yeah, as you said, they used it almost identical, didn't they? Yeah. Um, to the ride. Um, yeah, I don't remember. You know, I, I don't remember going through earthquake at um, Hollywood. So it's still definitely is still there, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other interesting area, which Universal calls it um, Wisteria Lane, yeah. after Desperate Housewives, but I prefer to call it the Burbs. Yeah. Area. Um, the Burbs the is one monsters. of my favourite films. Yeah. Well, the monsters, yeah. Um, that's still there, I believe, isn't it? It is. Um, we got on it a couple of times because when we were going, uh, Desperate Housewives was still on. Um, and a couple of times we got there and found that it was closed because they were filming. But other times we did manage to get on it. But now mm. it's it's open, obviously permanently, unless yeah. someone's decided to film in one of the houses. But at the time, obviously, yeah. Desperate Housewives used all the houses. Last time I was there, they said they were filming a reboot to the Munsters, but I don't even know if that made it over here. Uh, with Eddie Izzard playing Grandpa. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it was, uh, it was Brian Fuller 
that that created the new Hannibal, uh, and is now the showrunner on the new Star Trek film, uh, Star Trek TV series. Oh, I can tell you a really interesting fact about him. He occupies Alfred Hitchcock's old bungalow on yes. the soundstage on the back lot. Yes, he does. So he has Hitchcock's old office. Yeah, he moved in there when they were doing Hannibal when they first Hannibal, started. Hannibal, wasn't it? Yeah, when they first started with that. Because he was also the showrunner on Pushing Daisies. Okay. Which was uh, about ten years ago, but with the guy that played the the villain in Guardians of the Galaxy was the lead on that. Oh, and yeah. Anna Friel was in it as well. I was loved she? that TV show. It was so good. I don't know that one. Oh, it was so, so good. Very strange, but... Yeah, it was, it was weird, but I loved yeah. it. Yeah, very enjoyable. Yeah. Um, something that I loved um, when it was Halloween Horror Nights was um, it gave you a bit more scope because you had to get on the tram for Halloween Horror Nights to get to this part of the park, which is like the far reaches of the park. And they had um, Aliens vs. Predator, I think, and... Um, oh, what's the night manager? What was his horror film he was in? Oh, uh, Crimson Peak. Crimson Peak, the house yeah. for that. Those were right out the back, and you had to walk through a lot of the original um, sets and sound stages to get to those houses. Um, that sounds so good. Yeah, it, it is good. It, it's a bit. I think if they had the sort of footfall that Orlando has, then you'd be in trouble. Yeah. Because you'd be queuing for an hour or more to get to an area to then queue some more. If that makes sense, because yeah. they're having to tram you all that way, and I think they tram you purely because, again, they got this problem with space. But I think that you have to go through this very serious production area, where like the bungalows are, in order to get to this back back part of the park where the Bates Motel and everything is. Um, so it's just an interesting dynamic that you have to ride in order to get there to to see those houses. Yeah. Um, Look. Have I missed anything on the tour? Is there anything else? I don't think so. You've got some of the, like, the old filming locations, like for things like Frankenstein. You've got Court of Miracles. Oh, and of course. Little Europe. Oh, and you've got the the Flash Flood as well, which I'd completely the forgotten about. Spanish scene or Mexican yeah. scene. Uh, which uh. basically you're kind of in the middle of a storm and all this water comes rushing down the hill at you. Um, it's it's more a demonstration of how they do the special effects more than anything, which is quite clever. Yes. Um, yeah, as you say, you see like all the sort of New York streets and um, New England and European sort of looking streets, London streets and things. Yeah. Um, when you uh, go on the VIP tour, um, have you done the VIP tour? I've done it a couple of times. Yeah, uh, you can actually get off the tram. Um, they have a smaller tram. It's more like a sort of a large minibus, isn't it? I suppose. Yeah, ten, fifteen people probably. Yeah, um, and you get to explore some of the sets. Um, I thought was what was quite funny was the European set, which is, um, as you said, where Frankenstein and various other Universal monster movies was filmed. Um, actually, doubles as the production toilet. <laughs> what? Yeah. The production toilet. There's actually toilets built inside the European uh, set. 
So if you watch, if you watch um, like the classic, the classic Frankenstein, or some, maybe even some of the old Basil Rathbone and Sherlock Holmes films, they use those sets all the time. Um, and now, just because it's such a long walk to anywhere else, they put a toilet in there. <laughs> a ladies and a gent. So, wow. Um, but the other the interesting thing when you do the VIP tour um, is going into the prop soundstage, yeah. the prop warehouse. Um, what, do, what did you think about that, Paul? First time I went in there, I thought it was brilliant. Second time we went in there, I didn't think we saw as much. And I'm, I'm oh, wondering right. whether they've they've shortened your time in there because they're doing more tours. So what did you uh, see first time around then? First time, we were, we were in there for a good hour. Okay. Um, second time, I don't think we were in there for more than about 20 minutes. I think they just That's gave right. us more time to go and look around by ourselves and and have a look at what they'd got. The second time I went in there, it just it did seem like we were hardly there. Um, and this was all on the ground floor, was it? Yeah. I do remember that they've got a um, Jurassic Park raptor in there. Ah. Um, that on occasion has different fancy dress costumes on. <laughs> I've gone in there yeah. and he's been dressed as a clown. I Other saw E.T. Yeah, E.T.'s been in there with him. I saw him dressed up as a woman. Yeah. Yeah. With a wig on and things. Yeah, I've seen the, seen the raptor with um, a Santa Claus hat on as well. They've Just got rather... the original um, Mummy's Tomb in there, haven't they? Yep. From the original yes. 1930s film. Yeah. I know they they just finished filming... Because Pirates of the Caribbean 2 was filmed uh, on the Universal lot. Um, and they yeah. just finished filming and they'd got all the swords and stuff out. They hadn't oh, okay. catalogued them back in. So all the swords that were used on Pirates of the Caribbean 2 were actually Universals. Oh. I also remember, you know the picture in um, American Pie of Jim and his family? Yeah. That they have on the wall. That was up. That was in there. I saw that. It was in there. Yeah. Um, so they, yeah. they told us on on our tour that they um, the production assistants for the, the the films and things they they all can rent all the stuff as well. Yeah, um, so it's not just for the filming on lo- on the actual lot. They can actually rent stuff. It's huge. I mean, it's like if you can imagine a really big ASDA or Walmart, and then put like a second and a third floor on it, and then just fill it filled with acres of furniture and um, props of everything you can think of um, from sort of like 1950s telephone switchboards to, you know, old-fashioned Apple Macintosh computers through to every type of cabinet, chair and table in every kind of style you can ever possibly imagine. Um, and they, they, they organise it really well, don't they, Paul? Yeah. They really do. It's it's fantastic fun. Certainly having your own tour guide. Oh, they're brilliant, those guys. Yeah. But one, one told us when we were in there, um, said that the day before, Warren Beatty had just been through and he met some of the tour guides that day. And he'd, the, the way it works inside is you go through with a, a sticker and you sign your name on these stickers. They're all different colours. So if you're Warren Beatty's, so you're all going to have like orange stickers. So, and you sign your name on each sticker, and then you just put the sticker on the furniture, and then you ring up and you say, right, I want all the orange stickers to be delivered to 
Warner Brothers, you know, for next Tuesday or something. Um, that's the way it works. Ah. Um, I did notice as well, there was a hell of a lot of Murder, She Wrote stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah, they still they do still still seem to love that show. They're rebooting mm-hmm. it, aren't they? Did well, I they said they were, and then they said they weren't. So I don't know if they are or not now. Mm. It's not a surprise because it still repeats all over the world. Oh, I mean, it's on BBC, isn't it? Every day. Yeah. So. Uh. So can you get like up close to all these props, or are you just looking at them from like afar? No, you can get right up to them. Alright. They don't like you touching them because they don't want them to be miscatalogued, but you can literally get right up to them. Yeah. There's just so much, isn't there? They couldn't, I don't think, keep you away from it, really. No. That sounds like so much fun. Um, And then, as well as that on the VIP tour, you generally get to go inside one of the sound stages to see something being filmed or to see some sets from a current production. Yeah. Um, I couldn't. Re- I can't remember what it was I saw being filmed. Uh, it was some American um, family drama. Yeah. That I don't think we've had over here. But have you seen anything interesting? Uh, the one that I went on the first time we went, the guy that created Heroes, Tim Kring, he had another yeah. crime show on at the same time, and it was the set of that that we went on. The second time, I can't remember what we did. I can remember when we went went to Warner Brothers, which set we went on but i can't remember the yeah i can remember more about warner brothers yeah. Than, uh... <laughs> yeah warner brothers was the mentalist because it was a show that oh, we yeah. ended up watching but i can't remember universal the second time as i said we went in that sound stage where they'd filmed with the water pit and i can't remember yeah. whether we went on another one or whether it might do you know what it might have been it might have been modern family could have been, yeah. I think they have moved filming. around a bit. Yeah, because I'm sure that was filming there the last time we went. It might have been Modern Family. And at the time, I don't think they'd shown it here. I think it right was a now, fairly, new, fairly new show. Yeah, because right now it's a, it's an ABC, so it's a Disney production, but yeah. they film it at um, Fox Studios. Yeah. yeah it I'm makes sure me it wonder if mo- they've yeah. moved around. Yeah, I'm sure it was Modern Family. Yeah. Um, but as you say, I mean, CSI is massive there, or has been. I mean, every single CSI was filmed there, wasn't it? Yeah. So, um, except for Vegas, I think. Or was Vegas not filmed there? Vegas was actually filmed in Vegas, I think. Oh, right. I didn't I know that. I think that was the only one, but the rest of them, all the other spin-offs, have all been filmed at, at Universal. Yeah. Um, okay, so that I think that's the studio tour done to death. Um there's nothing I've missed, is there? Is there anything you no, missed? No, I think no, I think that's it. The only thing I would add was um, actual tour guides um, that have done the tour um, as a job before they were famous include Whoopi Goldberg, mm. Jimmy Fallon, who ironically now narr- narrates the um, um, Whoopi Goldberg tour. did narrate it before Jimmy Fallon as well. Oh, oh did Jimmy she? Fallon I didn't know replaced that. her. Yeah. Um, Conan O'Brien, who he films The Tonight Show, I think, at Universal, doesn't he, I think? Yeah. Um, and Ron Howard, the famous director and Richie from... The, from um, Happy from Days. Happy Days, yeah. 
So how much is the VIP tour? I don't remember it being very much, to be honest with you. No, really? it's not. It's not overly expensive. It, obviously, in relative terms, it's, it is fairly expensive. But for what you get, it's it's not as expensive. No, they also give you lunch. Yeah. Um, and I think they give you like a kind of continental breakfast as well, don't they? Yeah, mm. when you arrive. Um, the way it works is that when you get to the studio gates, there is literally a red carpet that's there all the time. Ah. And you follow the red carpet along, and it leads you into this tiny little office, and it's called <laughs> VIP Services, and they send you upstairs, uh, and you have your um, continental breakfast, and then you're, you get selected to a tour guide. And I remember our tour guide was this um, older gentleman, and he was really knowledgeable. And he went around to every single, we were virtual couples, he went around to every single couple before we started, started on the tour to introduce himself and to ask our names and who we were and blah, blah, blah. And then he wanted to know what our favourite films were um, or at least what our favourite Universal films were. So then he said that, so when we're on the tour, I will point out to you personally, I will say your name and say, look, this is where they filmed X, Y and Z. Ah. So his knowledge was, you know, encyclopedic. I mean, he knew everything. That's um, and he was like, a, I wouldn't say he was a failed actor, but he'd obviously gone to Hollywood to become a famous actor ah. and then didn't make it, but then decided to be like the best tour guide you could ever be. Oh, that's so nice. Did you, you didn't have that guy, did you, Paul? No, I, the first time we had, he got nicknamed Little Arnold because he looked like Arnie, right. but like was only about <laughs> five foot three. And he was yeah. walking around like with his sunglasses on, like he was. Uh, and we, all, uh, we always remember because I went with a couple of friends the first time I went out yeah. there. And he had, you know, how they like have something that you have to follow. He had yeah. this little stick with a Spider-Man on the end of it. <laughs> and of course, at the time, the Marvel superheroes were at Universal Studios in Hollywood. So I think that that was part of the reason why he got it was that they were still, still part of the the studios at that point oh. so and then the second time we had a the second time as i said it just didn't feel quite as good um i can't remember the guy's name but he he was kind of i i would imagine he probably still felt the the failure of not being an actor at that point well, this is the thing isn't it when you go to la nearly everybody you meet whether it's paying for petrol at the petrol station or going to a restaurant they're all either trying to become an actor or a screenwriter aren't they yeah um, so it's kind of a funny environment, isn't it, yeah. to a degree? Um, but then after you've had your breakfast and met your tour guide, uh, for us, uh, when I did mine, we, um, for the morning, went around every single ride. Um, you know, and it's like a VIP. It's, you just literally, there's no queuing. You go straight into the ride. Um, then we had lunch. I forget the name of the place we had lunch, but it was an all-you-can-eat buffet. Yeah. Um, and it's it was the one up near Despicable Me, isn't it? Yeah, I I don't remember the name of it. Though. No, I can't either. It's right on that corner, kind of. It, the entrance faces Despicable Me, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I can't and they do make you feel VIP, don't they? Because yeah. they don't allow the public into the restaurant, so you've got all this beautiful food. I mean, it was really good food. I mean, really high quality stuff. A massive, massive buffet. Um, and I remember being in the queue at the buffet and members of the public were trying to get in the restaurant because they wanted some of the food and there was bouncers there and they were like no 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 sorry this is VIP only <laughs> <laughs> food bouncers yeah 
Um, so then after you had your food, then you gather together again. Um, and then that's when you go down to the lower lot and the back lot and tour all of the, the sound stages and sets and things. And basically, it's, it's almost identical to the tram tour. It's just you're allowed to get off the, the tram and explore. Awesome. Uh, it sounds so good. It's. I just looked. It's $359 per person. Is that on top of your regular theme park admission, or no? That includes theme park admission. All right. Okay. So. Right. So it, it's. It, I mean that. I mean, if you compare it to um, like what Universal in Orlando does, I mean that is that's pretty much a bargain when you consider they throw the food in as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it sounds good. It sounds really good for the price as well. Yeah. It, we've been looking at doing it. Well, we, we've been looking at doing RIP tours for Halloween Horror Nights this year, and it's something like eighteen hundred dollars. You know, hmm. you know. I mean, you can have up to eight or ten people, but it's, it's quite a lot of money. Wow. Yes, and that's on top of your regular tickets. It is. You've got to buy your tickets. Yeah, you're right. Yes. Um. Okay, Paul. So. That's everything, isn't it? Yep, yeah, yeah, that's the the whole park from from what I can tell. So, um, yeah, I can't think of anything we've missed. Um, no. So, Amanda, um, when are you going to book to go? Well, why don't us three go on a field trip? Because Josh will never come. <laughs> well, I'm sure that Disaster Dark... Uh, uh, budget would stretch to that considering <laughs> we had to pay some money the other day to keep our feed going or whatever it was <laughs> we had to raid the back of the sofa because someone decided to add music to all our previous episodes <laughs> not oh, naming any why? names and is, and is that why he had to pay for it as well yes <laughs> okay okay but I, honestly i would love to go like you guys have made it sound amazing and so 100 percent, i'd want to go it it's, de- so it's definitely a hidden gem. I think people look at Universal Orlando and go, "Well, that's the 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 home of Universal Studios theme parks." But this is just something completely different. The, the nostalgia and the history of the of the studio being part of it, I think, makes it a completely different ball game. Yeah. Oh, definitely. It sounds super super cool. I would definitely definitely want to go. I, I mean, I think if well. you... Sorry, Amanda, go on. I'd definitely do that tour. Like, for the price of it, 100% I'd do it. I, I think if you combine it with a, with a trip to um, uh, Disneyland um, and then, you know, a stay in Hollywood... Um, well, what I've done is I've usually gone to Hollywood, done this, done Disneyland, done LA, um, like Santa Monica because you've got the beach there, and then we've driven to Las Vegas. Ah. You know, I mean, that's about three hours away, something like that. I mean, or you can go up to, like, um, San Francisco. I mean, that's not massively far away, is it? No, that's what... Well, my brother didn't quite get to San Francisco. First time he'd ever been in the States. Never driven. Came out of LAX at rush hour and got in his car and drove through in fact they were staying the night um but they booked a hotel the wrong side of la of lax they went south uh, 
And I was like, you idiot, why didn't you talk to me? Um, and then he had to drive. First time he'd ever driven over there. The next morning he drove all the way up to um, to the coast. Uh, didn't yeah. get quite as far as San Francisco, but he did it all in a day as well. Okay. And I was just like, no, you don't want to be doing that. <laughs> uh, I think it nearly killed him. <laughs> as I said, you, never, you... I've yeah, never course, done sorry. it. We've we've never driven over there when we've been there. We've always been public transport or tour oh, buses. It's horrendous. Or, yeah. Um, though we nearly moved there. What? Uh, Did you? Yeah, we because my wife's grandparents were American. Yeah. Um, we wouldn't have had many issues getting out there. Lisa would have been able to have changed her passport and and I would have got a green card off the back of that. Um, it was just the fact we didn't think we were going to have kids and then our little boy came along and changed the plans. Um, but if he hadn't have come along, there was a chance that we would have possibly been living in LA by now. Wow. Uh, but mm. good things happened instead, so... Exactly. I just do this exactly. podcast and talk about it instead. <laughs> exactly. Have you um have you done Vegas or Disneyland no. or all the other We've done Disneyland, we've done Disneyland twice. Yeah. Um love it. It's again, it's the home park. You can't you can't go wrong with going to the place that Walt built. Yeah. So but yeah, Disneyland. We we'll have to do a, another comparison show with Disneyland versus Disney World. Yeah. Is Disneyland far away? From Universal, it's it's a good hour and a half probably. Oh really? With the traffic, really yep. depends on traffic. Yep, we've done it in forty-five it, minutes, but it can take up to an hour and a half, two hours. If you've got a clear run, it's definitely forty-five minutes. Yeah, but I mean, I've heard people say three hours. Yeah, it's not easy at all. They're in different counties. Right. Hollywood, uh, yeah, Universal's yeah. obviously in, in Los Angeles County, whereas um, Disneyland is in Anaheim. So it is quite a distance. You, the actual Disney studios, where they actually make the animated films, like Frozen, for example, and all those ones, uh, or Mary Poppins, that's just up the road, though, isn't it, from Universal? Yeah. But that's not open to the public. No, unless you can get an invite. If you can get an invite, or if you're a D23 member... Yeah, when they do occasional are, tours. Yeah, there are special days when they open it up. They have Sometimes they have special screenings, don't they? They do, yeah. For certain films, if it's an anniversary, like I'm sure they did for Mary Poppins. Well, we, we were lucky enough to get onto the Disney Studios. Um, we, we sort of joined D23 just to um, get a tour around the studio. Um and it's, it, I mean, it's a lot smaller than Universal, um, much, much smaller. Um, and you see where, I mean, basically, if you've seen uh, Saving Mr. Banks, yeah, it's it's basically everything from that you see. And you also see like the the offices where Bob Iger and all the other, you know, directors hang out. Um, but they don't show you the actual animation studio um, just because of what they're making at the moment. So you you won't be able to get in there. It was a bit unlike the Orlando one, whereas the old animation studio at Orlando, you could easily walk through and see what they were making. But in this internet age now, they don't allow it. 
Mm. Um, and then right next to it is, as we said earlier, is Warner Brothers. Yeah. Um, which is open to the public. Yeah. Certainly um, is. But it's only a tour only, isn't it, that one? Yeah. Yeah. Very enjoyable, though. Yeah, they've they've Very got a different. museum. Yeah, they've got a museum at Warner Brothers that you can walk through, haven't they? Mm. Which I think's changed recently because it used to be like everything on the bottom floor, didn't it? It didn't have a particular theme, and then upstairs right. was Harry Potter. But I believe downstairs is now uh, DC Comics exhibition. All oh, right. Yeah. Uh, so it's got all the costumes from like Batman vs Superman and the Dark Knight trilogy and things like that. Yeah. So, but yeah, that, again, that's very enjoyable. Just not theme park based. The the funny thing with that tour was they showed us this little, um, I don't know what you call it really. Like a it's like a lane that had trees surrounding it. It's very small. I mean, it's it's like a glorified driveway into your house. And they said this was where they filmed the T Rex chase in the original Jurassic Park. And yeah. right behind those trees are loads of, like, people's houses, like bungalows and things, where old people live. <laughs> I said, you would never believe from watching that film, that moment where the T-Rex is running down and they got the little jeep. And Ian Malcolm, the, you know, Jeff Goldblum's in the back of it. You know, that, that scene was filmed on this little driveway right in front of all these houses. Wow. But there's loads of stories like that. I mean, we could go on for hours with Universal. Yeah. And um, Okay, so I think we've done it all. We've done it to death. So Amanda, you're definitely going out there. Don't care what the boyfriend says. Get the tickets <laughs> booked. Paul will it's always be going back. And I'll go tomorrow. Definitely. Well, maybe YouTube could sponsor you, you know. Well, I wish. Or Universal. I mean, you do enough videos for Universal. So. Yeah, Universal. Pay for me to go and I'll make all the videos. Mm. Perfect. Right, okay. I think that's everything. Um, so thank you, dear listener, for, for listening to us ramble on again. Um, we're glad you like the Universal show. We love talking about Universal. Um, please go on iTunes. Give us a, a five-star uh, rating, review. Um and is there anything else I've missed, guys? No, I no. don't think so. No? Okay, all right, brilliant. Well, anyway, I've been Chris, and um, I'll see you on the next show. It's goodbye from me. Goodbye. Bye. Dark Podcast Network.